Hey friend, welcome to Triumph Holistic Living Podcast. I'm your host, Casey Lewis, certified wellness practitioner, helping Christian women like you to improve your health and to once and for all ditch the chronic fatigue, fog, and illness like depression, anxiety, autoimmunity, and stubborn fat, and to gain thriving energy and good mood, confidence, and Glorify God by taking care of the body he's given you with natural methods based on principles that will never change because they're founded in scripture and science. Let's dive in. So if you haven't noticed, I've taken a little bit of a break from uh, recording new episodes. I've really stepped back from my social media platforms quite a bit too, and all of this because we just had a brand new baby and well now she's not as brand new she's still pretty brand new she's only a month old Uh, I'm actually holding her snuggled up right now uh, because I knew that it'd be easier to have her stay sleeping and just be happy and content if she's in mama's arms she tends to stay more sleepy that way. Uh, so if you hear a, a little coo or noises or, oh man, if she farts or something, I'm telling you, it's not me. I promise. Okay, if you hear some weird, like, slushy newborn poop type of thing, <laughs> it's not me, I swear. <laughs> um, and that's really why I've intentionally taken a step back and taken this time to adjust and uh, just soak in these moments because I know how fast they go this is my third baby and I definitely didn't want to feel torn and stressed over trying to you know get work done and and juggle everything with the baby and the other kids and it has definitely been a period of adjustment for us around here for sure especially for my toddler who She's two and a half, and she's not happy about not being the baby anymore. (laughs) So she's been quite the handful. Uh, So anyway, in in honor of all of that, I really wanted to make this episode just about um, seasons and prioritizing and the role that those play in your health because they're crucial because let's be real a health journey is never just linear right so if you've decided for whatever reason you know you want to lose weight or you want to address your mental health or autoimmunity or headaches or whatever you know naturally through using food as medicine and exercise and taking care of your body holistically and all those things it's never linear So I think that we tend to have this image in our minds of someone who's on top of their health game, right? And we just see it as, or if we're picturing ourselves getting better in that area, we tend to picture it as just like this linear journey where, okay, I'm starting today and it's just going to keep progressing forward and I'm just going to keep moving forward and getting better and better and better and better 
until I reach, I don't know, this level of perfection or something, and then I'm just going to hang out there. And I think that's just a really bad mindset to have or, or a bad way to picture it in your mind or a bad ex a wrong expectation. Because if that's what you're expecting to happen in your health journey, you're going to be really, really discouraged when your line doesn't keep moving up. And then that's probably going to cause you to give up because you're going to think, well, this isn't working. I'm not doing things right. I can't do it. And that's going to cause you to give up. A health journey and really any journey, right? Whatever goal, if you set a goal in your life that you're trying to reach or to attain or work toward, it's just never a linear process. It just doesn't work that way. There's dips and bends and curves and sometimes plummets. Sometimes there's spikes real high, but it's never linear. And a lot of times, just as soon as you feel like you've got it figured out, life throws you a change up and you gotta adjust and you gotta adapt. And you have to learn how to manage that goal, work toward that thing in this new season. I've really struggled recently with just feeling like I'm not on top of my health game as much as I want to be, you know, with, with my health journey, I definitely am at a, uh, a lower point as far as my habits go. And not, it's funny for, for me to even, it's, I, <laughs> I'll get into this point in a few minutes, but the thought just came to my mind of like, if, if I went back to myself I don't know, 10 years ago and could give myself a snapshot of my health habits right now. I I would think back then that I was doing great, <laughs> super healthy, like doing way better than than I was then. But now that I've you know, come further past that point and past where I am now, to come back down to the level of like where I am currently, it can feel discouraging because, especially because I feel like this imposter syndrome, right? Like, I'm like, who am I to help you to become your like healthiest self if I can't even do that myself, you know? And I've struggled with that thought. and. I'm so thankful for good and wise friends because I had a conversation with my with my dear friend Liz who uh, if you've been following me on Instagram at all you've heard me mention Liz uh, she's just a, a good friend of mine and she's been on um, a really awesome health journey herself and she helps me with my um, social media platforms and She's just awesome. And so I talked to Liz about this and, you know, she encouraged me that this is exactly what uh, puts me in a place to be able to help someone else, is that I'm human. <laughs> and this is what humans go through when they're on a health journey. It's, she said, it's called a journey for a reason. And she's so right. It is a journey. It's not just a linear process. And so I just want to encourage you that if you're on a point where 
you feel like you're at a lower point of your health journey and you want to be doing better, welcome to the club because <laughs> that's how it goes. Maybe you're at a point where you're doing really, really awesome and you're on top of your game. That's amazing. Good for you because that takes hard work and effort and discipline and it's, it's a really good place to be. But expect that when you're there that there's going to be times in life where changes happen and you have to adjust and adapt and you know it's it's not just going to only keep moving forward and there's really no such thing as perfection with all of this right and so for for me for example when i first changed my diet and my lifestyle and everything i my first i had one child and he was 4 years old and that was a whole different type of adjusting because his diet and lifestyle was very unhealthy. And so I had to work through that with him. And I kept working on it, kept working on it, kept working on it, kept moving forward and was really focused on that goal and came a really long way, made probably the most progress in a period of time that I ever will as far as my health journey goes. And then I um, got pregnant with my daughter when he was seven. So three years later, I was like at the top of my game before that. And then I'm pregnant and uh, my pregnancies are rough. Like I get really sick. I get really, really exhausted. Like I cannot keep up with a typical, like my, with my typical lifestyle that I had before that. I was not able to keep up. And then with having a newborn and you're nursing and it's just, it's a lot. And I thought for a moment, for more than a moment, for a while, I was super discouraged because I felt like I was never going to be able to get back to where I was. And eventually I was able to do that within like a year. It didn't even take that long. But I do want to encourage you if you have kids if you're having babies or you're going to have babies or anything like that I just this thought just came to my mind now as I'm talking about it I've had people ask me you know how long did it take you to get back to your pre-baby weight or you know after having your baby and I just want to say my daughter was two and four months old when this baby now my third baby was born so within that time from when I had her to when I got pregnant I was not able to get back to my my body composition was not able to get back to where it was before I had my daughter and that's that's normal our bodies when you have a baby they store fat to hold nutrients for the baby if you're nursing like I was only not breastfeeding for two months before I got pregnant again my body's not supposed to be able to let go of the fat that's storing nutrients to create and sustain life <laughs> which is like amazing isn't it like that's mind-blowing to me I have so much respect for my body after seeing what it's been capable of it's so cool but that's hard to remember when Especially if your results and your goal is to be, you know, looking a certain way. 
So I'd really want to encourage you to find other things to set as goals, like your energy levels or your pain levels or goals of, I don't know, how much vegetables you get in in a day or gut healing foods like broth and stock or, or home fermented foods or trying new recipes or, you know, things that you can really, that's, that you can focus on that aren't driven by how your body appears especially after having babies because it's just not going to go well I don't know that it ever goes back to exactly how it was before but especially even between my first and second it never went back to how it was between them and I don't expect it to until a few years after I'm done having kids anyway I I want to really encourage you that as you're going through this roller coaster journey, whether it's having kids or, or whether it's uh, just new seasons as far as maybe different jobs or you're moving or getting married or you have a new uh, diagnosis or, I mean, there's so many things that can throw our life off kilter from, you know, one year to the next or whatever. And, um, it's so important as you go through this journey to recognize that there are seasons and to prioritize in those seasons what really matters most to you. And as you go through this, I have four things that are just tangible things that you can do that will be helpful as you go through this. So one is remind yourself how far you've come. Like I said, if I went back 10 years, like at this point, I will not ever go to McDonald's or Burger King or like any fast, okay, Chick-fil-A. I do go to Chick-fil-A. That's the Lord's chicken. (laughs) I'm kidding. I just love Chick-fil-A and Chipotle. Not that we don't ever go out to eat, but there's certain, I have a, I have like a certain line that I've drawn where it's, you know, how frequently and what types I will just never step foot in McDonald's and order something. I mean, it's been years since I've had McDonald's and I used to get McDonald's uh, at some points I would get McDonald's every day. I'd go through spurts of going to McDonald's daily. Uh, so, and listen, no guilt or shame or anything on you. If you go to McDonald's, it's not about that. That's, I, I don't want ever, I don't ever want anyone to hear me shaming like a fast food place and internalize that and have it be shaming themselves because it's not, I would never ever want to put that on anyone. It's not about you. It's about the stuff that they're producing and selling. And at this point, you know, I, I still will struggle with feeling like I'm not doing enough and I'm not where I want to be. But if I take a moment and remind myself how far I've come, I've come a long way from where I used to be, you know, 10 years ago compared to, yeah, where I am now might not be the peak of where I've been in between that time frame, but it's still have come such a long way and I know you have too and I know you feel like you have so much farther to go welcome to the journey 
we're all here. So one, remind yourself how far you've come. Two would be, as I did, and I'm thankful that I did, talk to a friend who you trust, who you think is wise, and who you think will encourage you. Because if you express you know, your desires of this is where I want to be and I'm not there, or your thoughts and how it makes you feel and what you're going through, they can be there to encourage you, speak truth to you that you probably already know but need to hear, and they can provide you accountability if you're saying, hey, I'm ready to start this thing, keep me to it, you know, or, or check in with me, or I'm going to keep checking in with you just so that I can hold myself accountable. That can really go a long way. The third thing is reminding yourself that there are seasons in life and to be realistic about identifying what season you're in and what matters to you most in this season. What are you realistically able to accomplish in this season? And what small goals can you be setting to reach, you know, what it is that you desire or what God is calling you to? I think the reason why I tend to struggle in these seasons where I really feel like I'm being held back is because I know that having the mindset of I can't really do that right now and allowing myself that freedom of, hey, this isn't a season where you're going to be at a peak. This is a season where you're not going to be on your game 100% or even 80%. And that's okay because you are, you know, taking care of a, a newborn and you have a two-year-old who is uh, redefining terrible twos <laughs> and you have a nine-year-old who you're homeschooling and you, like these are all things that I will remind myself of if I start to be, you know, hard on myself of not doing all the things I want to be doing. But I know that no matter what season I'm in, I'm going to be able to, I could justify not doing all the things that I should be doing to benefit my health. So I can guarantee you that any single person I talk to can give me 5,000 reasons of why they don't have enough time, energy, what money, motivation, whatever it is that they're lacking that they don't have enough of to like get on their health game and to make a change. I guarantee you. And I know that no matter what phase of life I'm in, I will be able to do the same thing. I will always be able to say, I'm too busy, I don't have enough time, and whatever else, right? So that makes me start to feel this kind of, man, well, if I'm not doing it now, then when am I going to do it? Because I could always do this. I could always justify not doing the things that I know I need to be doing and want to be doing that I feel so held back from right now. we have to be realistic with what season we're in. If we end again with what matters to us most in this season, I, this, this not only with my health journey and, and everything, but with this platform, with Triumph Holistic Living, I, I want to be doing more and I long to be doing more to help you to reach you to you know serve women on their 
own personal journeys to becoming healthier. Like I really, really long for that. And I feel truly that God has put that on my heart as a mission for my life. And right now I feel very held back from doing that. And I am working through recognizing that right now, this season, my priority is my family. And that's okay. And my priority can always be my family in different ways as they get older. Right now, this season with having these young kids and homeschooling and everything else combined, it's going to take a lot more of my time and energy and attention to be focused on them. And as they grow, I'll be able to have more time and energy and attention toward the other things that I want to be working toward. But again, it's tricky because life is busy always. So we need to identify what is our priority in this season and how can we and where can we set small goals that are realistic that can take us closer toward being our healthiest selves. Because if we neglect our health along the way completely, we're not going to be able to keep up at all. We are going to fall apart. And so that needs to be something that we always keep as a level of priority, but we have to understand the shifting seasons and how they're going to affect that, that journey as well. And the fourth thing, so we have one, right? Reminding yourself of how far you've come Two, talking to a friend and getting encouragement and accountability. The third thing is reminding yourself that there are seasons and being realistic about identifying what season you're in and what matters most to you in that season. And the fourth thing is praying for wisdom and guidance to help you navigate that. God is, <laughs> he's, he knows our struggle. He knows where we are. He knows our hearts and he he's able he's there he's there to hear you and to help you as you navigate through what should I be doing what what's the next step I can take help me have the strength help me have the motivation help me have the wisdom to be able to tell the difference of what I should and shouldn't be doing in this season that I'm in and so on seasons I wanted to share uh it's a ecclesiastes three uh one through 13. so ecclesiastes three says for everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven a time to be born and a time to die a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted a time to kill and a time to heal a time to break down and a time to build up a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. 
What gain has the worker from his toil? I've seen the business that God has given to the children of man to be busy with. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity into man's heart, yet so that he cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. I perceive that there is nothing better for them than to be joyful and to do good as long as they live. Also, that everyone should eat and drink and take pleasure in all his toil. This is God's gift to man. So, I, I just, I always find that bit of scripture there so encouraging when I'm changing seasons and I'm navigating my way through new adjustments in life, like the season I'm in right now. And I hope that whatever season you're in, that that's encouraging to you too, that there's a time for all things and God has made everything beautiful in its time. And yeah, if you're feeling this nudge to make a change, or if you know you can and should be making a change, but you're making up reasons not to, sure, you need to set a goal and get somebody to help you hold yourself accountable and work toward one thing, whether that's getting more sleep at night, drinking more water, adding more servings of veggies, or limiting your sugar, or whatever it is, just pick something and start working towards that. But what we need to really pull from this is this last piece here, is that also everyone should eat and drink and take pleasure in all his toil. And this is God's gift to man. If you are taking pleasure in your toil, if you are taking pleasure in whatever the busyness is of life that God has you in, that's a gift. And if you're not, seek it, ask for it. And recognize that no matter what season you're in, there's a purpose, there's a reason. You are not there by mistake. There's a time for all things. And when you're ready to take another step forward, you absolutely have the power to do so. And God is with you. And I hope that this episode of talking about our different seasons and prioritizing has been helpful to you. And until next time, dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well.